Welcome to the Vitality System Podcast, your guide to active, healthy, and happy living. Hello, and welcome to the Vitality System Podcast. My name is Kyle Gonzalez, and I hope you are having a wonderful day. Today is a special podcast because I am recording this podcast from none other than the waters of Antarctica. Yes, Antarctica, you heard that correctly. This beautiful, treacherous, desolate, mystical place that a tiny fraction of the population, brave souls, have ever been to and navigated these uncharted waters. That is where this podcast is coming to you from today. As I continue to travel and experience the wonderful things that this beautiful world has to offer. So who knows, maybe I'll be the first person to podcast on seven different continents. Already got the hardest one knocked out with Antarctica, South America, check, North America, check. So we'll see as the journey continues, but it's all about furthering this mission to create, to learn, to explore, to inspire, and ultimately to help people take control of their health and wellness so they can live active, healthy, and happy lives. So with all that being said, I'm excited to dive into today's topic, which is a fitting one of recovery. Today, we are talking about the seven R's of recovery. So seven mechanisms, processes that your body uses to recover, and we will dive into all seven in detail as we break down what recovery is and how your body goes through this process. So for starters, it's useful to give a little context as to what recovery is. And it's no secret that recovery is an essential yet often overlooked component of health and wellness. I like to use the term recovery to describe how your body manages and adapts to all types of stress so you can return to a normal or enhanced state of mind, body, and health. And so with recovery, we're dealing with stress and stress comes in many shapes, forms, including mechanical, metabolic, oxidative, emotional, environmental, and many, many others. And although stress often has a negative connotation, it can actually be beneficial and necessary for adaptation. It's when these stressors are compounded or chronic that they can cause extensive issues across different bodily systems. With recovery, it's all about taking care of the basics. Recovery should be your focus regarding overall well-being, whether it's a good night's sleep or nasal breathing, stress management, proper nutrition, or adequate hydration. It can involve recovering from a workout or recovering from the workday. Regardless, it is important to understand how your body recovers so you can present your best self each and every day. In this podcast, I'll discuss the different processes throughout your body that maintain order and function. You're constantly putting your body through wanted and unwanted stress that alters your health. If not regulated correctly, this stress becomes chronic and can wreak havoc on your body. Chronic inflammation, fatigue, hormonal imbalance, and decreased immunity are just some of the consequences of inadequate recovery. But forming recovery habits isn't always the first place people look when they think about their health and wellness. So building awareness of its importance is crucial. And the truth is, the best recovery habits are often unglamorous, they're not sexy, they're straightforward, but unfortunately, straightforward doesn't always mean easy. Baseline knowledge of how your body handles stress, 
will help you explore and execute a plan that not only optimizes your recovery, but optimizes your overall well-being. Today, we'll go through some of the major recovery processes your body facilitates when faced with stress, whether from exercise, work, relationships, unhealthy nutrition, injury, or other lifestyle factors. The seven R's of recovery encompass the main mechanisms that recharge your mind, body, and health. There are thousands of recovery mechanisms throughout your body, but these are some of the most important for your health and wellness. The effectiveness of these mechanisms is predicated on how much time and energy you put into your daily recovery. Knowing what's happening under the hood helps you meet your recovery needs, which makes vitality inevitable. So let's jump in to the seven R's of recovery and help you recover better. So the first of the seven R's of recovery is replenishing energy and nutrient stores. So energy in your body is stored as adenosine triphosphate, or ATP for short. And ATP is basically the energy currency of the body. ATP can be generated from food molecules and is stored mainly in the muscles, liver, and fat cells. And these stores can be depleted by prolonged and intense exercise, starvation, and chronic stress, while nutrients like vitamins and minerals can also become depleted when your body is faced with chronic stress, which can cause a myriad of health issues. So it's essential to adequately replace those nutrients in energy stores through personalized nutrition and proper light exposure. So these energy stores can come from carbohydrates, fats, proteins, of course, paired with adequate water and electrolytes. And what this will do is help prevent fatigue and mood disruptions as well as enhancing mental acuity and boosting subsequent performance. So in short, make sure you are eating a balanced and nutritious whole food diet. Make sure you're adequately hydrating with water and electrolytes. And make sure you're getting some sunlight to replenish your energy and nutrient stores. R number two is repairing damaged tissues. As we mentioned earlier, the body is faced with many different stressors and muscle tissue gets broken down primarily via mechanical stress from intense training. With rest and proper nutrition after intense training, you can help shift your body into a more anabolic or building up state as opposed to catabolic or breaking down. And in this building up state, you can repair tissues and adapt to the training or stress. Additionally, too much metabolic stress from prolonged or intense training without proper recovery can lead to the buildup of metabolites and can cause inflammation and fatigue. There's also oxidative stress, which can damage cells and cause chronic and systematic inflammation. And we'll mention a little bit more about inflammation later, but it can damage proteins and DNA and contribute to the effects of aging. But ultimately, all of this stress can put your body into a catabolic or breaking down state where you constantly release stress hormones. And without proper recovery, your body might stay in this state for too long and continue to break down muscles and other structures and processes. So staying on top of your recovery through proper sleep and nutrition allows you to repair damaged tissue and build new tissue, which we'll go over later. The third R of recovery is removing chemical waste. Exercise, poor nutrition quality, and other kinds of stress can produce metabolic waste products that your body must clean up. And these waste products include everything from carbon dioxide, nitrogen, phosphates, sulfates, urea, ammonia, 
among many, many other things that can accumulate and cause trouble across many systems. Now, the job of your kidneys, your lungs, your liver, as well as the circulatory, immune, and lymphatic systems is to work to filter out the body of harmful or simply useless waste. And exercise, proper nutrition, nasal breathing, sleep, all promote the natural removal of these waste products through various mechanisms. So with removing chemical waste, it's all about getting your sleep, breathing through the nose, getting proper nutrition, exercising, of course, and hydrating. The fourth R of recovery is restoring hormonal and fluid balance. Hormone and fluid levels can vary significantly between people. And not just between people, but between time, between day, between activity that you're doing. And restoring homeostasis is always the goal of the body. And the amount of work it has to do to restore that homeostasis depends on the duration, the intensity, and the type of stress that you encounter. If your body is constantly battling stress and releasing stress hormones, this can negatively impact not just your physiological state, but also your emotional state. Your hormones constantly fluctuate, but getting adequate sleep, exercise, and nutrition is vital to helping your body restore this hormonal balance. As for fluid balance, it's all about getting proper water plus electrolytes. As for fluid balance, it's super important to make sure that you are getting not just water, but electrolytes. Your body needs the sodium, magnesium, potassium, and calcium for various different processes and mechanisms throughout the body. So getting this proper hydration allows you to avoid dehydration and fluid volume depletion, which can be very, very harmful to your brain and your body and subsequent performance. So overall, make sure that you are hydrating properly, make sure you're getting your electrolytes, and make sure that you are getting your rest. R number five is physical and mental fatigue. Unwanted stress in all of its forms can cause mental and physical fatigue, especially when it's chronic. So fatigue is characterized by a constant mental or physical tiredness or weakness and lack of sleep, heavy or prolonged exercise, jet lag, heavy meals, all of these things can cause fatigue. Without proper recovery, fatigue will hit harder and last longer, preventing you from performing on subsequent tasks. Your memory, your mood, your learning, and your decision-making will indeed suffer if you do not get your body proper time to recover adequately. So when it comes to fatigue, it's the same prescription that we've been giving throughout this episode, which is sufficient sleep, optimized nutrition, and a healthy exercise regimen that can help by acting on your brain and body in many different ways. And another thing for fatigue that I love is connection. So being around people that bring good and positive energy to your life can also help you increase not just your physical, but your mental energy, um, which is oftentimes more important than the physical. Moving on to our number six, which is rebuild new tissue. As we mentioned earlier, muscles and other tissues can get broken down and damaged by various mechanical and oxidative forms of stress. When our recovery is optimal, though, your body can regenerate new tissues using proteins, which are nature's building blocks. Your body recycles, replaces, and restores billions of cells daily. If you don't eat the right things or get enough sleep, 
you could be blunting your ability to rebuild new tissue. This can leave your body broken down, making you more susceptible to injury and sickness. Your nutrition, your sleep quality are the two main factors driving this tissue regeneration. Still, recovery can help you adapt to training and other stressors so you can develop a stronger and healthier body. So I should be sounding like a broken record when I say make sure you are getting the proper nutrition and make sure you are getting adequate and proper rest and recovery via sleep because sleep is actually where the restoration and adaptation actually occurs from the working out, from the stresses that you take on. Sleep is where you actually fight back, build back, and make sure that you're ready to tackle whatever you faced before. Our last and seventh R is regulating inflammation and immunity. Inflammation is your body's response to microbial, autoimmune, metabolic, or physical distress. And like stress, inflammation can be beneficial when acute or detrimental when chronic. Now, acute inflammatory responses are used to fight off foreign invaders, help heal injuries, and trigger adaptations. So oftentimes we block this acute inflammatory response when we do things like use antibiotics or when we uh, put ice on an injury. And inflammation is not the enemy. Inflammation is actually helping your body heal and recover. But on the other hand, chronic inflammation is the root of many diseases and autoimmune diseases specifically. So unwanted and prolonged stress, poor nutrition, lack of sleep, all of these things can lead to an overactive immune system and an imbalance of the body's inflammation and anti-inflammation responses. So optimal recovery allows for proper coordination of your body's defense mechanisms. The various organs, cells, and proteins that make up your immune system protect your body from all types of harm and stress. When your recovery is optimal, you get sick less often, you have more energy, and you bounce back from injury quicker. When your recovery is not optimal, you're prone to fatigue, infection, gut issues, mood disruptions, and disease. This is why you must take care of sleep, nutrition, and movement, and of course, stress management to reap the benefits of a robust immune system and a well-regulated inflammatory response. So this can mean getting out of the way when necessary of your body's immune and inflammatory responses, but also helping to facilitate these immune and inflammatory responses by, of course, doing the things that we've mentioned all episode, which is getting your proper sleep, adequate hydration, proper nutrition, sunlight, stress management, etc., etc. So mastering these fundamentals will help you not only take care of this R, which is regulating inflammation and immunity, but it'll also help you take care of the rest of the seven R's. So those are the seven R's of recovery, and it's important to understand that recovery is a complex process that encompasses virtually every physiological system. When it's prioritized, our recovery enhances our health, wellness, longevity, and performance. And although it's not the flashiest or the most headline-grabbing topic out there, it sits at the center of your well-being. Your body does an incredible job to make sure that you can manage the many stressors that you encounter on a day-to-day basis. These seven R's of recovery provide a glimpse into how your body facilitates that process. 
Your daily habits and lifestyle choices greatly influence how well your body's recovery mechanisms operate. As we've mentioned time and time again, sleep, nutrition, movement, breathing, mindfulness, all of these things shape your recovery status. Having a baseline knowledge of your recovery mechanisms will help you not only promote, but it'll also help you enhance some of these processes. You can then pair this knowledge and understanding with different recovery methods and tools that can supplement some of the foundations, whether that's massage or stretching or meditation or percussive therapy. But knowing the what and the why behind recovery puts you in a position to understand the how. So you can then leverage the various recovery techniques and staples. You can also personalize and optimize your approach to recovery, which will enhance your state of mind, body, and well-being. So master the basics and your body will surely reward you. So to wrap this up and review the seven R's of recovery, we have the first R, which is replenish energy and nutrient stores. The second R, which is repair damaged tissues. The third R, which is remove chemical waste. The fourth R, which is restore hormonal and fluid balance. The fifth R, which is reduce physical and mental fatigue. The sixth R, which is rebuild new tissue. And the seventh R, which is regulate inflammation and immunity. I thank you for tuning in to learn about all things recovery, and I hope you have a fantastic day. And of course, the best way to predict the future is to create it. So here's to creating a healthier tomorrow, today.